Hi there, it's Susan from SusanWinter.net. Thank you subscribers for coming back. Thank you, those of you who are tuning in for the first time. I'm talking about dating games today, and I am answering a viewer's question. Does everybody play games? Sometimes it seems like it, doesn't it? So Kate, this one is from you, and thank you because I think it gets very confusing for a lot of us nowadays. Kate writes, hello, Susan. I've had conversations with my friends about games that are played in a relationship, and it's left me feeling totally confused. Does everyone play a game when they start a new relationship and continue playing games while in it? Are games an important part of a working relationship? Do we need them to keep things interesting? Would love to hear your opinion on this topic. Thanks. Okay, this, this has a lot of layers and I want to talk about each one. Does everyone play games? People play games consciously and unconsciously. Sometimes the people that are playing games unconsciously have no idea. And if you ask them, you said you're playing a game, they say, I don't know what you're talking about. And they honestly don't know what you're talking about. Here is what a game is. A game replicates real under the best circumstances. And in dating, it represents confidence and options. So when people come from a position that they have confidence and they have options, they probably won't chase you. If you're not responding to them, they probably will lose interest in you because that's what a healthy person would do. So dating games. Now, we've got a whole nother subcategory. On this very platform, you can find hundreds of classes on games. Oh, where you're being taught to play games. You're being taught to manipulate, you're being taught to control, you're taught to create tension, to create negs, to seduce, to push back. I mean, there's... What I don't like about all the games is it's formulaic. It's not real. We will tend to react when we are newly in a relationship. New relationships, I'll start with this right away. Does everybody play a game in a new relationship? Um, they may not try to, but you're going to be reacting. And the minute you're reacting, you're not acting, you are in essence caught up in a game. Doesn't mean you started it. You see somebody, you go out, you like them. You get intimate. They don't call you back. Now you get nervous and they call you back and maybe you don't want to answer because you don't want to look like you're nervously waiting for them to contact you. So you try not to call them back or maybe you put something out on social media, you with somebody else to make them jealous. That's a game. A game could be everybody's so terrified in the beginning of a new relationship that they start playing games without meaning to. And worse yet, your friends tell you, okay, this is, this is the number one problem. Well-meaning friends and family have a lot of advice for you. They're not relationship experts. They haven't dealt with hundreds and thousands of clients. They haven't tracked progress and they're gonna tell you what they've been told or what they've learned or what they heard. And it doesn't mean it's gonna work for you and it doesn't mean it's gonna work for that situation. So games will often dictate a certain way of being. Now, you can't get to intimacy and a meaningful, deeply connected relationship without honesty 
and true communication. You just can't. Will you stay interesting? Does it keep things interesting? Of course. It creates obsession. It creates insanity. It creates desire. It creates all sorts of reactivity. There are people that think they're in love with the person that's running away from them only because that person is running away from them. So people learn certain behaviors that play, again, that play on the human nature to make themselves more interesting. It's the Studio 54 mentality of the, the velvet rope. I mean, my gym is right next to it, okay? So in that time period, I wasn't going to clubs, but in that time period, they created this, like, it's very exclusive. We've got to check you out to see who you are. This is a, this is a marketing technique, but it's a ploy. So games are meant to disempower you. They're meant to make you chase. And the minute you can see through it, and you find yourself doing that automatically because they put the game into play, then your strongest position is to get off the game board. What is my philosophy? I think it's kind of obvious, but um, I think it is a daunting enough task to be self-actualized. It's a lot of work to know yourself, to know your truth, to know your flaws, to work on them, to know your control panel, to know your buttons, to know your pluses and be able to accept them as well as know your minuses. That to me is a lot of work and it's continual work. So my philosophy is why in the world, if that's hard enough to know ourselves and then speak our truth, get courageous enough that we can just share who we are with the world, whatever that is, without caring, well, even if you don't like, and it hurts me, if you don't like what I show you. Um, will I survive? Yes. That it's more important to be true to yourself, that it's more important to live the life that's organic, that it's more important to be authentic, that it's more important to be loving and nurturing and positive and giving and correct and thoughtful and polite, that these things are more important, plus knowing yourself and knowing what you want. Yeah, games has nothing to do with that. Now, Games breed confusion. Confusion breeds games. Kind of goes in a, in a circle. Do you need games to keep relationships exciting? Once in a great while, I will advise long-term married partners that are losing their spark to break the pattern, break the routine, to give some break in the pattern, not to startle their partner. It could be take up a new hobby. Uh, learn Italian. It could be that if you always do this on Saturday morning, you grab your partner and say, hey, let's get in a car and go for a drive. Two hours. I'm going to take you someplace. You're not going to know where it is. So in this way, I would use creativity, spontaneity, and adventure to break monotony rather than insanity and insecurity and confusion. You know, our major task nowadays is to decode the confusion. There's more than enough confusion, Kate, out there. You know, um, there, there is a philosophy that, that women are taught, okay, uh, that you should be mysterious. 
that men can never quite get their hands on you, that they never know where they stand with you. Um, that may be fun for a challenge. I wouldn't want that as my partner. Not as a male, not as a female. I just, I don't want that. I would rather have somebody who has courage. Courage to be themselves. The people who avoid and evade tend to not want to be seen under the bright light of reality. It takes a lot of courage to show up. It takes far more courage to love than run from it. It takes far more courage to be honest than to feign some posturing position that you want somebody to believe. So I think games are what we do when we're confused and scared and led astray. And I think that being real is a glorious adventure. Finding out who you are, who you really, really are, because at the end of the day, that's who that partner wants to meet. That's, that is a person who can be a partner. So, okay, that, that's my philosophy. You want to know my philosophy? That's my philosophy. Daunting enough nowadays to have to deal with all this confusion and show up and be yourself and create a loving partnership. So I hope this helps you. Thank you, everybody, who's written to me. Uh, it's the last tab on the nav bar under contact, under media, video requests. Thank you for your brilliant questions. Thank you for these really interesting and exciting conversations that we're able to have. I so appreciate your phenomenal commentary here and your unbelievable support. It is, um, believe me, I appreciate you and I thank you. I thank you for showing me that what I'm saying and, and where I'm going with this is, is someplace that you, that you like and that it's helping you. That means a lot to me. Thank you if you have subscribed. Thank you those of you who listen to me on iTunes, The Susan Winters Show. And thank you all my wonderful clients who come to me by the minute on Magnify or in a consultation session that's pre-booked. Um, love being here and working with all of you. And have a wonderful week. Thank you. Thank you.